Hey, you all, a special thank you to our amazing and growing Patreon.com patrons. Andrea, Barbara, Diane, Erica, Stephanie, Suze, Terry, Anna, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, my eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you're unfamiliar with Patreon.com, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. And if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on Patreon.com forward slash The Workroom Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. The link is also in the show notes. Now let's get to it. In all honesty, I think Ricky's collection is horribly ugly. And I didn't really think Chris's was any better. His jacket was pure costume. But you never know, the judges might die over it. Or they might die because of it. Hello, all you lovely listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and I'm trending in fierceness. <laughs> Sorry, Nalen. <laughs> I forgot to check in with you about that. I, I forgot the bit, and I'm, and I'm Nalen, <laughs> and there's never a bit that I forget. Oh my goodness. So quick you are. <laughs> you know, I had a had a dream about my tagline from last week, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what really? what did I say?" Yeah, you know, I stress out about the dumbest things, <laughs> like the things that don't really matter. They're just a lot of fun. They just kind of come up, and I'm like, "Huh, all right, what did I what did I say? Why did I say that?" Anyway, it's fine. Um, <laughs> I it's from where I sit. Your tag your taglines have always been impeccable. Uh, so thanks, Nayland. I feel so affirmed. <laughs> I am no longer stressed about that. <laughs> it's gonna improve my sleep that much more. Um, oh man, so glad to have you back in the workroom. Um, Same here. I'm glad to be back. Yeah, and uh, listeners, so wonderful to be with y'all as well. And I want to remind everyone that um, we have a cheat sheet for this episode, and um, it's in runway order order where we where I put up all the final looks, and um, we have. Uh, an email address. So if you'd like to send us your questions or any gossip or I don't know, any anything that you want to say, get off your chest, send it to our our Gmail account at in the workroom. That's I-N-T-H-E workroom at gmail.com. Also, just to remind you all, um, we started dropping bonus episodes on our Patreon. So you... If you are one of our lovely Patreon patrons, then you get um, an hour-long talk between myself and Patricia about style with Elsa Clinch, a CNN mm. newscast. I mean, Patricia really introduced me to this, and I'm I'm I love it. I love it so much. And um, also, so if you'd like to follow along with us, or if you just want to see what I'm talking about, the link to the video that we're watching is located on YouTube and that link lives in the show notes as well. So 
Um, yeah, I think that's all. So, Nalan, okay, before we get into this episode, anything to say about last week? Um, no, I think we can just get into it. But, but you know, what are you thinking about the season all in all? I mean, I'm watching this brand new. So, again, we're in our, 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 um, in our vintage session with season mm-hmm. four. And it's the iconic season that we don't know who won, you know? For, for those listeners out there who are brand new and have no idea how this season turned out, no spoilers. And it's been a lot longer than I realized that I've that I've watched this season. So it really is nice to be able to revisit it as if I have no idea how this is going to end up. Yeah. Um, I will say that um, we did get a comment from uh, from Terry today, Terry Michaels on on Patreon, who, mm-hmm. who was like, OMG, Michael Kors is just fresh-faced. Like, it's just so good to see <laughs> him. And that's one of the things that I I do really like, that I, I kind of have missed Michael Kors' quips. Mm-hmm. And the, it looks like, you know, all that stuff. Like, it, mm-hmm. he just has to open up with, it looks like, and he could say something like, mm-hmm. it looks like it's not fitting well, but it's hilarious because... I just anticipate yes. it being something that's really, really funny. But yeah, I don't know. I have, I have a lot to say about that. I'm really enjoying it. It does. It. I, 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 I mean, looking at these episodes, I really am like, man, this this was a shoestring budget at the time. I know. Wow. Just the way that it just the way that stuff feels like it's sort of taped up on the walls mm-hmm. of, <laughs> of and kind of just uh, rolled around even. Yeah. So I've been noticing the, the mannequins, like as they're, you know, they're the, the losing looks are lining up, mm-hmm. but before it's clear that some prop professional designed it and, and like laid it out and made sure it was straight every time. It, it looks as if the designers have been running into the mannequins and they mm-hmm. just leave them there. They're just all kind of around haphazard along the wall. Yeah, we don't have time for resets. Yeah, no, no, no. No time, no money. <laughs> not enough crew for that. Not enough room. Mm. So, yeah. Um. All right. So let's get into this episode. We're in episode four. Mm-hmm. And just like all of our other vintage episodes of season four, they've been starting in the Gotham City apartments where the designers are letting loose about the the previous challenge and the elimination. So last mm-hmm. week it was uh, our poor dear dear poor or you know dear dear Marion who I barely mm. remembered. Um and so we were in um his old apartment and the roommates were talking about how much they missed them. So now we're in uh we have Kit Pistol and Sweet Pea talking to one another because we've lost Carmen, one of their roomies. And uh, Kid is explaining to Sweet Pea. I'm implying, I'm, I'm thinking that Sweet Pea is feeling guilty. She's like, oh my gosh, like maybe should I have gone? And uh, Car and and Kid Pistol is basically, you know, explaining that Carmen deserved to go home because she didn't have a shirt. <laughs> yeah, basically. that was. <laughs> <laughs> So you're fine, that was so you're kind fine. of awesome. The maxi ascot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like <laughs> that was that was a move. I know the yeah. dra- the draped ascot. You know she should have yeah. said that. She's like, actually, you know, this is a very avant garde interpretation of a fancy tie. You know, trying to dress up a members only jacket. So, um, yeah. 
And then we have the um, in in the other apartment, thirty three H. We have uh, Chris Chris March and um, talking about talking to Rami about oh my gosh, what if Project Rami had a perfume? What would what would it smell like? <laughs> <laughs> Fear, tears, sweat, Chinese food. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so. Then the designers meet with Heidi on the runway for the challenge. Um, I would say challenge hints. But first, first, they've got to choose models. And Mm -hmm. they only bring out the winning and the losing models. And since last episode, they use male models. We have two models or actually three Mm -hmm. models. So two from the previous um, designers that lost and then one model who... um, uh, I, I I believe was Jack's model. So because Jack won last week, he gets to choose whether or not he wants to keep his model or mm. swap. So if he mm-hmm. chooses to swap, then they have to bring in out all of the models out so he can choose from them. And then, you know, there mm-hmm. we go. so they bring them all out and Jack looks at Ricky and goes, I'm really sorry, Ricky, but I'm picking your model. Lee. Mm-hmm. Everyone seems to like Lee for some reason. So this pisses Ricky off, which is interesting because Ricky did this the first time that there was an option of choosing models and was like, I don't mm-hmm. care if anyone's mad at me. Like it's, it's the competition. I'm choosing the best model. Um, right. And I do believe he's, he, t- he took Lee. I think that was when he chose Lee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, huh? Interesting. So, Ricky is mad at Jack sees his true colors and says, and, and does not, approve at all mm-hmm. and so um i do believe that ricky gets to take jack's model from last week so mm-hmm. so unfortunately we lose two um two young ladies they go home and they're out of the running for a spread nail magazine mm-hmm. so heidi tells the designers that tim's waiting for them in the workroom with a familiar face and that this familiar face has brought some of her old friends for some reason, Sweet Pea automatically thinks that this means that they're designing for senior citizens, mm-hmm. which I think would have been great. <laughs> yes, um, I I I noted that like Sweet Pea is utterly <laughs> reliable for anxious cutaways. It's like they're they're constantly give they're they're always cutting to Sweet Pea when they need an anxious reaction shot. Always. Yeah. Always. Also. Also, do we see Heidi, like in these seasons early on, do we even see Heidi say a complete sentence ever? You know, they, they're constantly cutting away from her. I mean, they I, I guess at the very end when she does the in, you know, what one day you're in the next day you're out. Huh. But but like I was I was sort of watching it this time and it's like. She'll start a sentence and they'll cut away from her, or they're <laughs> framed, or she, they're framed really far in the distance, or she. It's like, it's this. I don't. I. I guess maybe that's just to sort of keep it lively. I don't know, but it's like really weird. I have a theory. Yes. So, one of the things that I've noticed is that Heidi has gotten progressively better each season at delivering her lines. As a presenter, yeah. Yeah, season yeah, yeah. one, there was a lot of ADR. So a lot of just like post putting in Heidi's voice. I mm-hmm. have a feeling that they built in that style of shooting just in case they needed Heidi to do 
some extra vo- um, uh, vocals. Yeah, because it's really it's really visible yeah. at, at, during seasons. Yeah. Also, that's interesting because I I really have enjoyed what she's been wearing, and mm-hmm. it has been difficult getting a look at like what is that? Where is that? Wait, who could that designer be? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are cutting away from her a lot. Um, but that's what that's my theory is that they're like Heidi can deliver her lines, and then she stepped it up in season four. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to watch season three just to make sure that I'm I'm right about that. But that's my theory. Um, so they go upstairs, and yes. there's um, and and they open the door, and it's Nina Garcia, fashion mm-hmm. arc, fashion icon Nina Garcia. Yes. Um, with a bunch of um, foam core standees mm-hmm. <laughs> that have that have photographs and phrases on them. Yeah. And it's like, okay, um, a bunch of, you know, I'm wondering if these are covers of Elle magazine or, or just cutouts from yeah, other I think photo these are, shoots yeah. from, from the, from the years, from the years past. Yeah. Um, and so Nina, the, oh, this is some PA with an exacto knife. <laughs> like, they're like, have at this old copy of Elle that we don't need from, <laughs> right. 90- you know, probably all from a shoot about retro-ness or something. Um, and get down there with a stick of glue, cut out mm-hmm. some foam board, and then print out dancewear on the printer in the backyard. Um, <laughs> you know. But so Nina is here to intro the challenge. And she's using these, I love this, foam core standees as props to explain oh, what's what- going on. Wait a minute. I'm I'm sorry. Why? Cuz I just saw I you know, um peek behind the curtain listeners, we do sort of watch <laughs> through the episodes as we're talking about them. I just saw a close up of the let me see if I can give you like an exact go to um 2011 uh, 0211 11 Okay. Because you can literally see when they go tight on these, mm-hmm. you can see the edges <laughs> of like, like the phrase dance wear where they've been cut out of like a Xerox or, or a laser <laughs> copy or something. <laughs> and the, and like your your comment about uh, the glue stick is exactly right because they're kind of curling up around the I edges. I know. I saw that. I just saw. Okay. I just saw 70 <laughs> square and it's not flesh with the top. No. Whoa. <laughs> this is so interesting. It's like, yeah, oh, this looks like yeah. a science project. Yeah, cutouts is kind of curling <laughs> off. Yeah. The, this <laughs> This is intern work. I love this. Yeah. I you know, this is yeah. this is amazing. I mean, it looks good. If, I mean, if, that person has probably gone on to be a showrunner somewhere. So Exactly. They're know, like, this is these are the early days, but it's days. But, it's, but man, when we talk about like the budget difference this was the day before this this was the time before they had all those great Hewlett Packard like <laughs> design your own pattern <laughs> computer printout thing. And then who knows, like next season on on Bravo they'll have a full screen of L like a full L C D screen where it's just yeah, like right. I mean they actually already have that on the runway. It's like, you know, <laughs> gosh. Cause they're trying to keep up with Netflix. Yeah. Just saying, okay. Um all right, so let's go through these trends. So Nina is letting them know, like, you know, Elle's been photographing 
uh, fashion trends through the decades and some are in and some are out, just like Heidi says. And uh, these are definitely out anyway, but some of them are actually in and we'll get into that. We'll get into that later. But so the designers get to pick the trends and um, and yeah, they kind of. Yeah. So Jack gets to go first because Jack gets everything right now because he won <laughs> last right. week. Right. So Jack is the winner, goes first, goes, ugh, they're all awful. Ugh, I guess I'll get this pleather. Uh, Britney Spears on crack. And like, here's a, yet another Britney Spears reference. Britney 2007 was having a really rough time. <laughs> yeah. But uh. also, like, like a weird bit of strategy there. I mean, let's just go. Hmm. Let's just go through what everybody picks. Yeah. But I want to go back to this moment where, like, Jack hates everything, <laughs> and what he picks is pleather. Yeah, <laughs> he picks pleather. <laughs> okay, and then, um, then Tim gets out the button bag. Victoria gets underwear as outerwear. Christian mm-hmm. gets zoot suit right away. Mm-hmm. Rami picks a poodle skirt. Mm-hmm. Kate Pistol gets fringe. Elisa mm-hmm. gets cut cutouts. Mm-hmm. Jillian takes overalls because she's wearing them and she wants right. to bring them back. And then Ricky gets neon. Kevin gets 70s flair. And he picks up and goes, yeah, John Travolta. Yeah, Grease. Uh, what a straight <laughs> reference I just made. And then Chris March gets shoulder pads. Steven gets dancewear. And Sweet Pea, who goes last, gets baggy sweater. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wanted to point out, because I made him up in my notes. I'm like, huh. Nalen also is in the overalls. Nalen and Jillian in these overalls. <laughs> so, you know, you they're know, they're back in any. I've, I've been rocking them since then. Yeah, yeah. Um, since, since but okay. But what were you talking about strategy with Jack? I just like at if you had to, if you had your pick of all of those, <laughs> why would you pick a material that is like? insanely difficult to work with yeah like not even necessarily knowing what the other parameters of the challenge are hmm right so are you saying this is a bad move or that jack had some idea i'm just just surprised by it it's not what i would do yeah yeah you know when you think about like i mean there there is a minefield there but if you had to like think about what what you were going to work with mm-hmm. i would definitely go with whatever is like the easiest material to you know like i probably wouldn't do fringe right right it's 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 fiddly there's a lot you could do with you know with um underwear's outerwear mm-hmm. um there you know there's just there's other things that have a greater amount of latitude I mean, yeah. shoulder pads is like super vague, right? Right, right. Really? So you know, it's just it's really weird to me that he's like, oh, I don't know, uh, pleather. Yeah, I also kind of am wondering if he really did think, ugh, all of these are really terrible. So does it really matter? Because I actually didn't think all of them were terrible. I I, I totally agree with you. It's sort of like, okay, then. How can I update this? Because that is a challenge. I have to take right. these things and update them. And I was, I mean, Christian chose Zoot Suit, which I thought was perfect. 
Right. Yeah. Because Christian is already thinking like, yes, I'm I already like deal with a similar silhouette. Right. So, right. so I know that I could do something with that. Yeah. But like, you know, dancewear, super open ended. So open ended. It's basically modern day athlete. I mean, well, yeah. you know, retro athleisure. Yeah, yeah. That's what we call it now. Um, Yeah. And I anyway. it's interesting because now on the second, you know, on another look, I'm like, this is actually a fun challenge to do. It's challenging, but it's really fun to think about this because that's also sort of how fashion works. It's cyclical, historical, la la la. Well, but also let's get into it, Mm -hmm. right? Because yes, um, if this was the only aspect of the challenge, yeah, then it would make sense. But what else happens? So it's actually a team challenge. So they're working in teams of three and each team has to make a cohesive collection that incorporates all of these three outdated looks in a relevant mm-hmm. way for today. Um, I still think it's exciting. <laughs> well, but they're also supposed to have, aren't they all supposed to have like aspects of the same look? Uh, aspects of all three? No. So Throughout this, the collection? So this is, this is fascinating to me because this is where it kind of, you know, goes all haywire. Um, mm-hmm. Because Tim, so they get one minute, they have to choose their own team. So they get one minute to choose a teammate. Right. And we kind of get everyone's strategy. Victoria goes out. She's like, I'm choosing trends based off of what they look like, silhouettes, and seeing what my stuff works with. So she, right off the bat, Victoria's thinking, okay, all three looks are going to be incorporated into all three designs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, yeah. And we have Kit who, you know, is sort of, we find out later is thinking the same way, but she mostly is like, I'm here to have fun. So Christian and Jack are fun. I don't care if Jack has pleather. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and then um, we have uh, the the next team that kind of builds together is Rami, Jill, and they just kind of see Kevin out by himself because mm-hmm. no one wants to play with Kevin. So they bring him in. Um, but there's Chris. So Chris March's team is so Chris chooses or somehow winds up with Steven and, and Sweet Pea. And when we get to their sketch time, they're the only team that doesn't work on incorporating all three looks. They're individually updating their um, their outdated trends, but mm-hmm. trying to find some other element of cohesion. And I think they end up on color. Right. So it, I, so this is interesting to me because I I was confused for them mm-hmm. and wondering if they're sort of left out. You know, the rules were were vague enough to give them leeway because I, maybe they would, maybe they thought it would be too hard because on Bravo, I'm pretty sure that's what they would have done. Like it has to be all in, in all three looks. It has to be cohesive. And then you have to, you have like a budget of a million dollars, but it has all these other hoops in, you know, yeah, like arenas you have to, to, to jump through. So, I mean, I felt like this was one of those challenges. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's it's hoops placed after hoops. It's like jump through this hoop. Okay, we put down another hoop. Jump mm-hmm. down this hoop. We put another hoop. The the fact that it's like um, like let's just dig into people's social insecurity right off the bat. Yeah. By making them like by not assigning teams at random by making them 
pick each other. Yeah. So that you'd see them. There's like one shot of everybody kind of shuffling around awkwardly, like <laughs> trying to meet each other's eyes and avoid each other's eyes of like the people that they don't want to work with. And yeah. it's it just feels horrible. Yeah. So it's so awkward. It's um, very, very awkward. Anyway. So also, I think, what is this? The second group challenge we're only on episode four so yeah exactly yeah it's like really we got another team yeah yeah so um i feel like out of everyone kit was the best in choosing people just like i like these people we're gonna work together it's gonna be fun fine yeah um okay so they get an hour to sketch at least so they let them go for an hour to to talk shop and Mm -hmm. oh oh this is another stipulation I think I'm using that word correctly. Tim requires them to choose a team leader. They have to choose a team leader. (laughs) Right. And that's the thing we get, like we get so much time spent on the team leader choices. Right. And zero time spent on the design discussion. Right. Like, like that also, it's like they've got an hour to sketch, but really what they end up you know, it, it's all that we get to see is like everyone debating back, you know, the setup for like the, the drama later on in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's get into these teams. Mm. So we have first Sweet Pea and Steven and both of them look at each other and then they point at Chris. And mm-hmm. go, obviously, you're the leader. So. Right. Right. And, and this is, again, team shoulder pads, dance wear, and baggy sweater. And um, Steven explains to us their process. He goes, yeah, we're all basically just going to sketch our, on our own because there's no way, no way these can fit together. They've given up on cohesion from the very beginning. Yeah. Although, knowing it. although um, dance wear, uh, you know, um, dance wear, baggy sweater. I know. Uh, <laughs> it, it is like a ballerina, you know, warm up kind of the dream. 80s right yeah. there. Have you seen Fame? I yeah. loved Fame because of just the clothes that they were wearing when they weren't dancing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the best part of that movie. You know, the leg warmers, you just, you know, play it up a little bit. Um, put some volume in there. So, um, so yeah, so they're they're just doing their own thing, which is a red flag. Then we have Jillian, Rami, and Kevin, and uh, Jill is Jill. Jillian becomes the leader. I'm not really sure how, but I, I think um, there is basically a thing where they're looking at what she wears. They're like, "You wear overalls, <laughs> <laughs> so you do it. You do it." Right. And we've seen you probably wear a poodle skirt, and you look like you've got some '70s flair all the time. So, you know. And I agree. I think Jillian should have been the leader on this team. So. Yeah. But they're sketching together, and um, what she says, she goes, so we decided to do all three trends with all three looks, because Jill's accent is coming out. I don't know if you mm. clocked that. Mm. Mm. I'm going to have fun with this. <laughs> all right. So the next team is, <laughs> is Victoria, Alicia, and Ricky, which is underwear is outerwear, neon, and then cutouts. Right. And Ricky goes, so I think Ricky volunteers. I'm going to be the leader. And then Victoria says something to the point of like, okay, 
so what's whatever your role is at what's my role or something like that is i think that's how it played out <laughs> yeah there's something about like your silhouettes and your such and such and um you know and 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 ricky's version of it is um he he can tell that victoria is a person who likes to micromanage. Right, right. If she was the leader, then um, then they wouldn't get anything done because there would be, you know, constantly going, kind of going back and forth. Um, and so he steps in to kind of be um, the, you know, the, the, the sort of connective tissue and the way to sort of make things go easily. Okay, yes. Because in my notes, I, I wrote, Ricky says he's the leader, and then Victoria immediately starts leading. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, because, it, yeah, so I, yeah, I think that's, that is, that makes more sense. He's not, he's the mediator, essentially. The, the mm -hmm. delegator and the, the listener. And Victoria is really running the design <laughs> from the beginning. Um, and then we have uh, Christian, Jack, and Kid Pistol, and they immediately make Christian the team leader on this one. Mm -hmm. And he also goes like, I think we have to, I think we have to incorporate all three trends into each of our outfits. So mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, you know, at the end of this, the only team that's not doing that is team Chris. Right. Yeah. All right. Let's go to mood where they only get 30 minutes and $225 for three looks. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. So so sixty bucks a look. Yeah, pretty much. Um, um yeah. And it's no. What were you gonna say? No, no. I'm I'm just like mood is much less entertaining without swatch. I'll just say, um, <laughs> and uh, uh, you know, um. We get people racing back and forth in mood. We get Chris yelling for Sweet Pea. Oh my gosh, Chris! Chris turns into a tyrant in mood. Be this is this is probably my favorite part of it because Sweet Pea, of course, is just like, oh, oh can I get this? And and like we mm -hmm. see Steven racing past Sweet Pea somewhere upstairs, and she goes, can I can I buy this fabric? And 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 Steven goes, no, no, he doesn't like it. Chris doesn't like it. He says it looks like Grandma's goddamn couch. <laughs> racing down the stairs and then we hear chris from some other place in mood going sweet pay answer me how much money have you spent and i'm like whoa chris is laying down the gauntlet but yeah mm -hmm. and then we have um christian you know calling his team like you know no one has asked for a team name but Christian has given his team team fierce team star. Cause we're like fire. We're like celebrity, like amazing, like awesome. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> this is also probably Paris Hilton prime because that's the immediately. That's what came to my thought. Like, yeah. You're probably obsessed with Paris Hilton at this moment. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much just a, a, a runaround, not a lot of drama, a lot of fun. I think I, cause there's some most, this is mostly, um, you know, we're going to see later that that team Ricky makes a, a terrible, terrible choice in fabrics and yeah. mood. 
So this is where Ricky does take over because, again, they are supposed to incorporate neon. So they're pulling out these crazy bright colors. But in Duchess Satin. Yeah. Do we know what that means? I think that's bad. Yes. Yes. It is not a good thing to be pulling Duchess Satin. I think that's all they got. <laughs> it sounds yeah, expensive, but it sounds really it, tough. Also, when it when you are working with somebody a person on your team who so far has only really sewn in stretch jersey. Right. AKA Elisa. 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 Um uh and whose whose strength is draping. Yeah. Like are you like saddling her with satin is such a mistake. And is this something that you would wear or something that maybe I'm I'm think still thinking of Ricky as a as a really top as a top lingerie designer and thinking you know perhaps this is a fabric that he's used to dealing with um or something that's more akin to his own aesthetic but i don't think so i i mean i i think that yes he probably has some degree of comfort with it and we see later on that he sort of knows how to handle it in a way that his teammates don't okay but even so, I think that it's um, it's it's not a smart choice. Terrible choice. We will see this unfold as we <laughs> All right. So they get back to mood. They get back from mood. They're unpacking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are are starting to sort of like sketch and delegate. There's yeah. some chatting. And and it's funny because we finally sort of get this very quick view of team Chris Mm -hmm. and what they've chosen. And it looks like someone bought a Brown couch. Like someone went downstairs to the furniture department at and bought some upholstery and the Brown that it looked like Chris didn't want. So I don't know how that worked out, but um, no, the the thing that Chris nixed was actually a, black and white tapestry um i i sort of noted here like um the tapestry aisle is never your friend <laughs> you, you think it's a shortcut to deluxe but it's always horrible it's we always see designers do that all the time in mood and this is and and i mean i'm i get a little tired of the sort of tagging chris with costume label Mm -hmm. but that is a real thing that costume makers the people who make clothes for the stage do is that they will use a tapestry because it'll have a pattern that reads really well at a distance Mm -hmm. but is um and it's like inexpensive and you can get a lot of it yeah money but it it never looks good. It's like being able to to walk up next to the faux brick painted wall and realize like, <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> like from the back of the house, this looks like this amazing textured wall, but actually right. it's all sort of painted in. That's and so, so interesting. Yeah, I think I I think that Chris also like Ricky made a very bad fabric choice. Yeah, I mean because because in back in the workroom, Chris does talk about how as the leader of this team that he's getting a chance to show that oh you know what I don't do all these really really 
flamboyant and and um, out there pieces and using all these unconventional materials because we still haven't gotten an unconventional challenge. And he's like, this is a chance for me to, to prove that I can actually design more conventional toned down things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, I will admit that I've gone downstairs to the fabric or the furniture section or the upholstery section of mood just to be like, hmm, what can I use down here to make perhaps like a bag? And mm-hmm. it's still, still, I have not had a successful run down there. Just yeah. haven't found anything that I liked. Love patterns. And anyway, so I... I'm disagreeing. I'm I'm agreeing. Not I sound yeah. like I said disagreeing, it but I am agreeing. No, 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 no. I I I'm I'm there with you. It doesn't yeah. it does not work. No. Um, um I made a note here that I'm really tired of Ricky's various hats at this point. <laughs> I mean, we're just four episodes in. I know, I know, and I'm already tired. It's like he always has a hat on. And none of them are like, you know, uh, none of them do it for me. Yeah. I don't know if Ricky is, if it's like a thing or if, if they're, if he's trying to cover up something on his head or if it's just like a safety blanket, but yeah, yeah, he's wearing a trucker hat. All of his hats are see-through. So I guess that's because he's an, you know, he can wear it indoors and not take it Mm -hmm. off. But what I made a note of is that, Ricky's getting really, really haughty. He's get, he's got this haughty tone because he's chosen this stupid fabric. And Victoria and Elisa are clearly struggling with how to drape it and how to work with it. And they're talking to one another. And um, it's mostly Elisa asking Victoria, like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, she's trying to explain to Elisa. And she's like, yeah, so what you're going to do is just, you know, tap tack it here and then we have ricky in the background arms folded going um in your language elisa it means sculpt you're gonna sculpt the fabric i'm a dancer so i know how to speak the way elisa speak and so right now i'm just gonna be the person to just basically translate for elisa who barely speaks english <laughs> it's like is this just like evil self-satisfied knowing smile in the back of this exchange between like with Victoria and, and Lisa where, you know, they're trying to communicate and it's like, all right, you know, and then there's this moment between Ricky and Elisa where he's just like, Elisa, always just find your center. Just make sure you breathe, take a deep breath and then spit mark your center. And then that's where it is. You found it. But yeah. So I'm like, I, I, I appreciate what he's trying to do because she's struggling and also has said that she's, um, you know, she's a multimedia artist and she does have a different process mm-hmm. and approach to these things and she uses different tools in a, in a very, in a various way. But it's almost like for Ricky, this is the most self-satisfied thing he's done since he got on set is being able to like well, talk to Lisa. <laughs> he also says that he gets it because he was trained as a dancer Yeah, yeah. and had to translate um, figure out what his stoned modern dance teachers were telling him <laughs> to do. So, you know, and, and, and you, we do hear Elisa going like, well, if I'm about anything, I'm about my center. Yes. Everything I do is from, is from my center. So it's, it's, you know, it might be, it might be somewhat successful, like given, 
given what we see of Victoria's communication skills later on down the road, uh, you know, I would cut him some slack. I don't think he's got all of the answers, but, but, you know. I will because I'm trying. It's a culture clash between the two of them that yeah. he's trying to mediate. Yeah, yeah, and I'm 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 really I'm trying to go easy on Ricky this season. Spoiler alert, <laughs> you know, because I've been so this this season really really, I had to. It's really challenged me because you know Ricky is sort of doing what he thinks a leader ought to do and making sure that everyone's okay. And right now, I think. You know, definitely Elisa is the one who's struggling the most because mostly it's his fault. He mm-hmm. chooses such a saddened. Um, all right. And then we go to uh, Team Christian where they're just kind People of are, rabble-rousing. Yes, yes, yes. They're having like, they're they're having fights with the Muslims yeah. and they're, and Christian's like wearing his jacket and twirling in front of the, you know, like. <laughs> They're all like lovey-dovey and everything is fine. They're having so much fun. Um, Have to say, don't see a whole lot of pleather or fringe actually going on. I know. In, in these looks. Well, it is so, just day one. Maybe we'll see some more, but no, we won't. I don't think we'll see any. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's something we can talk about. Oh, my gosh. Down the road. All right. So we have uh, one hour until... Uh, the end of the day until everyone ends we've got like rami and jillian who are who are team um utterly capable oh my god i just it was so incredibly what do you call soothing watching them work (laughs) even though jillian is like i don't know what kevin is capable of i've never worked with him this is an awful awful accent i'm so sorry if you're actually from long island Kevin has a complicated pattern and I don't understand. And so, so Jillian is freaking out because she's like, Rami and I worked together before and it was a dream. And so they're going back and forth and smoothing out this. They've got beautiful fabric also. Right. I was like, where do they find this? It's this nice blue stuff going on. But it's, um, but yeah, Kevin, whatever, whatever Kevin's working on, it has a lot of pieces and mm-hmm. Jillian seems to be also doing her best as to like, what do I do as a leader? And that again, is like checking on your weakest link. And since Kevin is un- unknown, he's automatically the weakest link mm. <laughs> out of the three of them. Um, But yeah, no, I still got a sense of like, you guys are fine. Like, come on. Like you, you guys have all made great things. You all, you all can. So um, Rami is Rami. And also two, two of your people have already worked on a team together and you're playing to your strengths. Um, and also Kevin just has this nervous energy about him and that probably also does not help either. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. We cut to day two immediately. No apartments. We're day two. We're straight to Parsons. We're back in the mm-hmm. workroom. And um and I have to say, I wrote down this talking head from Kid Pistol because she reintros this a summary of the challenge. And I think this is where I, I really got confused. She goes, so the challenge is, is that we're to blend these three outdated trends into three cohesive looks. And I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, because then they cut to um, to Chris's team. And that's sort of where it was really apparent that they're the only team that's not doing that. Um, 
but it's also this during this whole time it's just general you know we're in the weeds just montage of designers just mentally spiraling and kind of getting really really worried and uh, uh you know we have christian kind of really uh, expressing his angst because like oh my god like these trends are so exaggerated and we have to like tone it down it's so hard this is like the hardest mm-hmm. thing I've ever done in my whole entire life these things are so ugly um, and we also have like Steven doing this season's rendition of Santino Rice which is you know yes. who's the first person to start the tradition of making fun of Tim Gunn <laughs> yes <laughs> So he does a Tim Gunn parody, but I will, I will, I, I feel like to this day, Santino Rice is the best. Santino has it down. Santino, that was, that, mm. that was an iconic moment. Hands was, down. Designers, <laughs> has anybody seen Andre? I'm, I'm worried about Andre. <laughs> Where's Andre? I mean, it's so Where's good. Andre? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, Stephen. Stephen uh, does Santino little, Rice doing too little, Tim too Gunn. late. Yeah, sorry, sorry, Stephen. Lat. Um, I mean, good try. Yeah, he does sort you, of like a, a quip from Tim, which is which I don't hear a lot, which is "Carry on, carry on, designers, carry on." Um, which sounds more like more like a Jedi mind trick. Like move <laughs> along, move along. You know, I think maybe you got the Star Wars and Tim Gunn references mixed up. I don't mm. know. Uh, then we have Team Victoria. I mean, Team Ricky, where we have Victoria, you know, kind of going over back and forth with this whole. There's a there's basically a bust trauma, uh, bust drama, not trauma, bust drama, where she's trying to fit this um, bust area on her mannequin, and she's pleating it down or or taking out some pleats, and she's like, huh, I don't know, I like it clean. Maybe I don't want the pleat there maybe i don't want oh, the pleat i think it's not i i wait it's i think it's not the pleats it's that she's adding in um she's she's doing kind of like a window pane thing uh-huh. is that right or is that later on no no that's right no, oh, no that's I right wouldn't... oh yeah no the pleats are when she's like sewing down below that's right Later on, when she's on the bodice, she's having this whole thing about like sort of piping and color contrast. Oh yes, yeah, that the, was a yeah, that was a different you know yes. rumination yeah, time. Yeah, after she's changed the design, because I think on this, I don't, I think she comes. This is when she's at Ricky's mannequin. Now, now I'm mm-hmm. understanding my notes. She's at Ricky's mannequin, and without asking him, starts touching his garment, like. Hmm, you know what maybe you ought to rethink this thing here maybe this should be just flat la 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 and ricky is so insulted yes and doesn't really say anything but i was Mm -hmm. also wondering if he was trying to sort of do a similar design um as his bitten dress because that also had like a gathered pleated bust or whatever Mm -hmm. um but he's so he's so annoyed by this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah with victoria's coming over um so n- now it's t- it's tim time briefly because tim is just here to introduce the models so the models are coming in but this is also a time for us to finally see these garments like a, a, like a first glance at what they've been making and 
we first have team Chris with with their models. And um, I think it's Sweet Pea who says that she's like, you know, Steven's outfit is just kind of bumming me out because his color is slightly off. It's shiny compared to everything else. Mm-hmm. Like they have this khaki, ugh, this khaki thing going on that yeah. is really upsetting. There's <laughs> yeah. so much it's, khaki. It, or camel, um, I guess. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's back of the crowd scene in a lesser Star Wars movie. <laughs> It really is. You know, they they could be, you know, some generic species from a, a human-like planet mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, where there's a desert and a bunch of suns. And so they're, they're wearing these things to kind of blend into the landscape. It's really depressing <laughs> to look at these clothes. Um, but also we have Team Jillian. And she is on Kevin. Like, Kevin, she's like, all that pleading you've done is just disappearing on her. And <laughs> Kevin's freaking out because he's just like, what, what, what happened? Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And basically, um, they've been using Jillian as their fit model because the measurements they got were Jillian's measurements. So they're like, oh, so I can fit these shorts on you. And the pleats, we're just pleating all day. So the pleats look fine. But it's obvious to Jillian and should be obvious to Kevin because he's like, where are my pleats going? This is... What's happening? It's like, cause she's bigger than the measurement. So the pleats are, are, di- yeah, they're just, yeah, they're unpleating <laughs> with that. But anyway, um, but Kevin goes, I, I did what I was supposed to do. I, I don't know why they don't fit her. I, I, I did what I was supposed to do. I, I I'm going to have to just, <laughs> I'm like, oh, well, now you're going to have to fit them. Did you not put in enough? seam allowance kevin so that you could actually fit your model because he's you know it, i just think it's interesting kevin's meltdown he's like it's not fair they gave me the wrong measurements i'm like that happens sometimes on project runway right you know so yeah exactly yeah um so we have uh just like a you know some grr from from kevin and then we have some team ricky here where we're Victoria is trying on her garment with her model. And this is where um, it starts, where she's looking at her model and she's just like, you know what? It just looks like something a Harlequin would wear to festival. <laughs> and I was like, is it festival or do you mean it's not there? Because <laughs> it's just, but also Victoria's like, it's just so glaringly awful. And I think this is where we start to see that Victoria this whole time just really hates everything that anyone has done on their team. Yeah. But didn't say anything. No one's talking to each other. Right. So, I mean, they're talking to each other, but they're talking around. But they're not communicating they're, with each other. Yes. They're not communicating. It. Yeah. Yeah. There is no relational building happening. So everyone's arms are crossed. And, and I think Victoria is probably using the model fitting as this push to be like, well, I was right these um now i've got to save us from ricky because or i've got to say at least myself from ricky because the designs are awful i also think like color blocking so you're gonna you're so you got duchess satin and 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 you're doing underwear's outerwear neon and what was the other 
I think we'll, I don't I can't remember that the trend that uh, they're doing. Cutouts. Okay, cutouts. So I guess the cutouts are supposed to be modernized by the idea of color blocking, which <laughs> I can imagine is really difficult to do in this fabric that you've never used before. Um, but also something really difficult to make look presentable. Um, anyway, so the models leave. We have three hours to go. And and talk about not communicating. Ricky just comes over to Victoria and goes, uh, so how's it going? He knows how's it going. He knows yeah. because he eavesdropped on Victoria's conversation with her model where Victoria told her it's going to be completely different tomorrow because it's it's so terrible. It's ugly. It looks ugly on you. This design is awful. I'm going to change everything. But doesn't consult Ricky and Ricky is giving, I would think, you know, Ricky's giving Victoria an opportunity to be like, I changed the design. But does Victoria say so? No. <laughs> <laughs> she says nothing. Instead, we have Chrissy Cross Great. Or Chrissy Cross Gate, if I could say it three times. It's this really weird back and forth. So I, I don't know. If, is this what you, what you were talking about before, Nayla, what you're referring to? Yes, where they're sort of, they, they get into a, a big thing about straps. And, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I really, it was so interesting because she's looking at her model or her mannequin, Victoria, and she goes, hmm. I think I like the Christy cross. And then Rick goes, ugh, you know, I really hate that Christy cross thing around the bus. Isn't that ugly, Victoria? And Victoria goes, hmm, who's talking to me? No one? Hmm. I really like these Christy crosses. And she goes back as if no eye contact is exchanged. No, no one's looking at each other's faces. No one's asking real questions or saying anything that is an actual statement or a suggestion or constructive criticism. It's the worst crit ever so victoria is putting some straps <laughs> on yeah. her mannequin um then we have drama with team jillian which is just i don't know what else, what, what should we call this team because there's really no drama here it's team fine yeah i mean that that's what i meant by team perfectly capable yes team perfectly capable that's what it is <laughs> because we you know um, however, Jillian needs to work to get through the day. She's she's kind of like, oh, Kevin, you need to be done. Why isn't Kevin done? And then goes to Rami <laughs> and Rami. And she's like, Rami, what's happening? He's still in that sewing room. How long does it take you to do some shorts? And Rami's like, you need to push him to finish his garment. You need to really like lean in on him. And she goes, but I don't want to do that. So she doesn't do it. She just kind of hems and haws, works on her stuff. And then Kevin is freaking out pretty right. much on his own um, yeah she says i'm not the sort of person to hover over somebody and see and and demand that they be doing whatever it is that they're doing right all the time yeah yeah and i'm like fine good so take some deep breaths and check on him in another hour <laughs> just give him an hour um also i have to note that jillian is wearing this amazing plaid shirt and I've, again, consist consistent, everything that Jillian's worn, I've, I've loved it. I still like it. It holds up 13 years later. <laughs> um, all right. So we have Tim time. So Tim comes in for his critique with the designers. And the first team he approaches is Christian Siriano's team. Again, pleather, fringe, 
Zoot Suit. And for this one, actually, Kit Pistol is the one who takes over and presents everything. And she's like, yeah, so we use this, we use that. And then she says something like, we use upholstery fringe. Where is the upholstery fringe? Is it on her skirt or something? I have no idea. It's really hard. I mean, maybe. Because I wrote it down. It's very hard to see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I don't see fringe anywhere. But my ears perked up at upholstery. I was like, wow. You guys yeah. really loved, you know, going downstairs in 30 minutes. Like, you <laughs> Well, just... you know, it might not have even been downstairs at that point. Oh, you know what? Because that, you know, they could have added that shop later on. Hmm. In- yeah, you know, you're right. That's totally possible. Because yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, but Fringe is in there somehow, somewhere. And, um, and she explains that the Zoot Suit, I think, it's mostly a zoot suit aesthetic <laughs> going on here with the suiting fabric and the light gray pinstripes. And Tim just goes, looks at it and goes very modern and moves on. Yeah. Uh, so they're fine. Um, here, then we have Chris March's team and Tim is concerned because Tim is, Tim goes, I'm, I'm looking for cohesion and I don't see it. And it's like we don't hear a lot of what Tim says to to them. Basically, just it doesn't look cohesive, which is troubling. <laughs> um, but it's you know it's I I really wanted him to say more about the jacket, but I think what he says is like basically in a in a low key uh in a low key suggestion goes do not put that bolero on that dress. The bolero that's made out of yeah. the the upholstery <laughs> couch fabric. Yeah. And how he says that is, it's so much more modern without that jacket on. And I'm like, take mm-hmm. note, guys, take note. So the next yeah. team he goes to is team perfectly fine, perfectly capable. And Tim is going around like, you know, you know who I see wearing all these three looks? Jillian. <laughs> Jillian. And I'm like, yes, I love what Jillian wears all the time. And so, um, yeah, and I think, again, they're perfectly fine. They've got Jillian, and they're wearing, and she's like, I, I, yeah, I, I get it, I get it, and I actually I would wear everything that everyone's making, and Tim's like, fine, you're fine, great, let's go get this other team, let's go to Team Ricky, because I think this is who Tim is really worried about, because he goes, how's Team Ricky? Have you noticed that Tim talks about Ricky in the third person all the time? <laughs> Last week was like, Ricky doesn't look good. Ricky looks like he's about to pass out. Ricky. Or maybe he just likes saying the word Ricky. Or maybe this is Andre. This is. I think he he definitely has a thing where he'll be like, you know, how how's everything in Ernest land? Mm -hmm. Like, like, like he will do stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like it's only if he's really concerned about you, though. Yes, that's true. (laughs) That's true. So, um, Elisa, I think, re- basically goes, Tim, please tell us what we're doing. It, and and, and I, I got a flash of panic and a little bit of a window into how Elise is doing because we've mostly, of course, been getting this bickering back and forth between Ricky and Victoria. And all Tim says really is like, it's just not looking well finished or refined. And that concerns me. So then Victoria steps out front and goes, well, you know, if I 
we're the team leader. Um, I would have done everything differently. I would have tweaked this silhouette and I would have designed these two all over again. And basically those two over there, like, seriously, I did all of that by myself because before you came in here, Tim, they were all but ugly and I've saved them all. And so Tim is like, I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this whole dynamic is not addressed um, straight, straight on, but mostly just like, um, you know, Tim is confused by who's who the team leader is, what they're actually doing, and just tells them to make it work. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Tim leaves everyone, and I think they only have about an hour left. And Ricky and Victoria finally have a face-to-face that we see. And um, I was very confused by this conversation because I, I like to try to suss out what the real heart of the issue is and for them I I really couldn't I really couldn't make heads or tails of it because essentially what I heard was Victoria thought the original designs were ugly <laughs> and, and and talked about how you know they were still looking dated and Ricky is like well if you don't like them then you just deal with it and swallowed it up. Don't tell me that you don't like it and just do what we decided to do at the very beginning. And Victoria's whole thing is like, nope, nope. If I think it's butt ugly, I'm going to change it and not tell you about it. Is that what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the conversation was. It was so roundabout yeah. and passive aggressive that I was just like, yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, so we have 45 minutes till the end of the day. You know, Tim is gone. And, um, you know, Team Chris is seems to be fine. Chris is Chris March is doing hand puppets with his couch mm-hmm. looking fabric. And uh, Team <laughs> Perfectly Capable is still freaking out over Kevin because he's still making shorts. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh and so she, she's kind of like, she's not a micromanager, but I put in my notes, but she's a complainer behind your backer. That's what right. Jillian does. She doesn't right. complain to your front. She complains to your back. And uh, Victoria and Ricky are still at it again in the hallway, still talking in an incoherent, passive aggressive, annoying uh, choice of words. I'm like, you guys need to really make sure your garments look better because Tim said nothing's refined. So, you know, if you're, if you're not really going to talk at each other, if not, if you, you aren't making any leeway as to like, I know you're just bickering, get back in there and just work on your garments. Elise is doing that. Elise is working real hard to finish her stuff. And, you know, anyway. So, all right. That is the officially the end of day two. So next we have the day of the runway and it's, you know, people are getting ready in their Gotham City apartments. And Jillian is still worried about Kevin. And oh my God. we also get this idea that Elisa is really concerned. And I and I think she, you know, we don't really hear or see much of Elisa. Um, but every time they show her face, she just looks panicked to me. <laughs> yes. So I'm like, oh, I... I didn't really get that she was really struggling until the end, but um, on second watch, I was like, yeah, no, she, she's concerned about a couple of things. She's concerned that her team leader and the other strong sewer are constantly fighting 
and no one really is there to help her. And there's a shot of her hand sewing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where she's like, forget this. I know how to hand sew. I'm just going to do this. And yeah. Yeah. Sit- yeah. Sitting on the table. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, look at look at Lisa. Lisa's making it work. She's the only one out of this group who really is <laughs> doing what Tim told them to do. I mean, to be honest, she's what she's making is like the exactly the same black shift dress that the that the models wear during their elimination. <laughs> Maybe with it is some one things of those cut out up at the top, but <laughs> but yes, it is a super difficult fabric to work with, and I wouldn't be able to do that. So. Oh no! Oh, absolutely not! I just oh, and probably yeah. I'm wondering if if De- if satin or Duchess satin is one of those types of fabrics where it looks better if you hand sew it i don't know yeah all right we get, we get more time with um we we get um more time with victoria and 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 ricky out in the hallway mm-hmm. processing yeah you know it's like well i didn't i i wasn't going to be the leader because i was really glad that someone else stepped up uh-huh. But now you're not doing what you're supposed to. Like, okay, thank you. Yeah, and then that's, okay, that's why, so I didn't write any of this down because I was so confused. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Ricky, she's like, no, go she's ahead. like, what I really wanted was someone else to take charge. And so I was really glad when you took charge, but you haven't taken charge. Like you took that role, but you're not really doing what you're supposed to be doing, which if you were going to be a leader, you would be doing this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, okay, but isn't that the sort of like delegation of tasks that a leader, a team leader would be engaged yep. in? Yep. It is very much that. Yeah. And it's just, it's, anyway. yeah, it's just kind of like different styles, different approaches, and also just, you know, communicate. But, yeah. you know, that's not happening. It's not happening. We we get a cutaway to like Kevin's own sort of freaking out about his process, and he is wearing the most hideous hat, <laughs> like this like this weird leather cap, but with like a fleece lining. Oh, it's that's so... his fedora. I I went off about that last week. His stupid so leather. Ugly. Yeah, yeah. Oh, gross! It's so gross. Yeah. Because I was like, you can't have the hat and the beard. And there's just something really, really egregious about it. But yeah, no, there's this cutaway of him just panicking. It looked like he sewed something wrong. Right. (laughs) And he's trying to rip the seams and trying to do something with it. And and we have Jillian who's done. Like, she's done with her stuff. But anyway. Yes. um, All right. All right. So then that's the end of day two, right? Are we Mm -hmm. Okay. So... We open up the next day of the runway show and we're back in the workroom. And let's see here. So Ricky goes, I'm done. I'm done with my garment. I mean, Mm -hmm. people are sort of like running around and doing a bunch of stuff and not a lot really is happening. I mean, other than the normal um, panicking part where Tim comes in and it's like, oh, you know, this is what you have to do, blah, blah, blah. Um, because the normal, the, the, the normal people or the regular people who were panicking yesterday are still panicking, like Kevin. Um, Kevin goes, I got to pull a magic rabbit out of my ass to make this work. 
because like, you know, oh my God. And, and, and I, I realized at this moment, we really have no idea how far behind Kevin is. We just sort of see the mania around his uh, lack of progress. <laughs> and not, I'm not even sure like how, how bad his progress is, but he's been trying to make these shorts. And, you know, according to Jillian, it shouldn't take you all, all day to make some shorts. So, um, and also Victoria isn't done. And Ricky points that out to us because uh, he's like, I'm done. Elise is done. But Victoria changed her design yesterday without telling me. So, Mm -hmm. of course, she's not done. So, um, you know, they're kind of like getting their stuff together. And this is the moment where, you know, like Tim comes in, brings in the models. They get, I think, a couple of hours to do everything to fit hair and makeup. And this is where... Victoria is trying to fit the bodice on her model and she's flattening out her model's chest mm-hmm. and Ricky comes and does. And like, this is the best approach that he's ever taken with Victoria. And it's the best um, back and forth that they've ever had. And, and it's, it's frustrating. that It's, it's like two hours to runway <laughs> because he, cause she's flatting. She's, she's doing a, like a Heidi. No, no, like Heidi hates this. So Victoria yes. is flattening out her model's breasts because she goes, you know, um, it's what I see on the runway. It's just like flat chest. So right. I think flat chest is very refined and it's just something that I expect. And Ricky, who works with lingerie and works with underwear, is telling her, don't flatten the breasts. It just isn't. It's uncomfortable. And it also looks better this way. Can I can I show you how to do this? And she goes, sure, you may. Eye contact is made. (laughs) And then Ricky approaches the model, does a little, you know, tuck here, a little snip there, a little pin there, steps back, asks the model, how does this feel? And then the model goes, and she looks at Victoria, because the model, I think, also has been absorbing their crazy energy. And she goes, Victoria, Victoria, I'm so sorry, but it it actually does feel better. Um, It's just, it's just, it's more comfortable. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's more comfortable this way. I'm like, I have, I have boobs. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, I have them. And before, when you're flattening them out, it was, it's just, it's just comfortable. Like that poor model. So, (laughs) so they establish it. And then Victoria says something really nice where she goes, you know what? Um, Ricky came over and he changed some designs. I didn't like it, but I let it sit in my head. And the more I thought about it, I thought, you know what? A rounded bust does look good. And I thought, okay, wow, this is a good suggestion from Ricky. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, it was difficult, but actually that was like the best exchange that they've had, especially when you have two people with different um, communication styles that are, you know, just happen to both be passive aggressive. But two strong personalities i'll say that two very strong stubborn personalities um where they kind of get their lollies off of being right i think ricky likes being right and i think victoria likes being right and mm-hmm. i just kind of i just really liked this exchange it was very respectful yet difficult but still respectful so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> so yeah 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 well they're they're saving up that conflict for a couple of hours from now oh man thanks for reminding me neilan because this i guess is the only time that they're nice to each other <laughs> <laughs> yes yes um team perfectly capable is elated because kevin finished his shorts mm-hmm. 
And now Jillian's like, now I feel bad for doubting him. And I'm like, it's all right. right. It's okay. It's all right. It's calm down, Jillian. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. The, don't worry. Kevin <laughs> the, does not care what any woman thinks of him. So. <laughs> yeah. It's like your, <laughs> your team leading did not, you know, phase him one bit. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So I think that's it. I don't think there's anything else before the runway, right? Nope. They're like brushing out a bunch of stuff and they're basically fine. Okay. Yeah. Everyone's okay. So Tim gets them. They get out to the runway and here we are with Heidi Klum and our judges. So this is where listeners, you can click in the show notes and get our cheat sheet. And we'll go by the cheat sheet, which is in runway order and, um, and talk about these team challenges. So for this week, we have our normal judges. We have Heidi Klum, Michael Kors, Nina Garcia, and our guest judges, Donna Karen. Yay. All right. Remember Donna Karen? I, that, you was, know. that was like my big note. It was like, oh, my God. Remember Donna Karen. What a what a get this was I for this know. season. Oh my gosh. Like so far the judges have been amazing. 2007 amazing. Mm-hmm. Some of them hold up. Um also Heidi's outfit, I was actually wondering if she was wearing a Donna Karen. You know, that's probably a good call. I bet she is. It looks good on her. Yeah, it's a one it's an off-shoulder asymmetrical thing. And I also thought it was interesting because it's very it was definitely a trim, a trend back mm-hmm. then, but wow, asymmetry has been around for a long. <laughs> in terms of a mm-hmm. trend, in terms of like a thing that that people do, has been around for a while. Um, all right, so let's get into this runway, and we start off with Team Perfectly Capable, aka Team Jillian. All right, so Nalen, mm-hmm. these are overall. So you're the expert. um i think that these are perfectly capable looks i do not understand i do not understand the sort of um paper bag gather Mm -hmm. on the halter of kevin's look Mm -hmm. like that sort of weird like ruffle around the neck like what is that yeah um and and also, Rami, that is, like, isn't a poodle skirt a circle skirt? I know. So that's not a poodle skirt. No, it's not. And I think, you know, because I really did think, even you know, I'm going to pretend that I've never seen this show. Knowing Rami, he was like, oh, I get to, like, do something that looks like draping. And, you know, the gathers kind of have this draping flair. So he just sort of like w- went in that arena. But mm-hmm. I will say that I'm wondering if they did this or he did something like this because they're trying to incorporate uh, like a 70s flair and mm-hmm. the, um, oh gosh, what was Jillian? Yeah, the overalls. So like he has like an right. element of overalls there. Mm-hmm. And perhaps that's why this skirt is not like a full on poodle skirt. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah. But but yeah. I I mean I think that it's um I I I I stand by it. It's like all like perfectly <laughs> capable 
I mean, the truth is that, um, you know, it's hard to go wrong with denim. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and and that was sort of a smart move. It gave them all kind of a baseline that that worked together. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, they use the same denim and I th- that's the fabric that they were rolling out on the work table that just looks so great because yeah, I found some really great denim at Mood. Mm-hmm. I have um, I've I was making a bag for someone who has like very fancy taste. Like she's she's got probably like the best taste of anyone that I, I've known. And so I wanted to make her a bag, but lined with this like nice denim. Mm-hmm. And up in the in that section, there's like this Italian denim. And I'm like, what? There's Italian denim? Like, what are you talking about? And it had this really nice sheen. It was so luxurious. And this is what this reminds me of. Mm-hmm. Where you can get some really great quality denim at, at Mood. Yes. Yeah. So this is their budget of $225. Which mm-hmm. is great. Smart move. Yeah. All so right. next is Team Chris. Which was shoulder pads dance wear and baggy sweater baggy sweater <laughs> oh man oh so uh chris did not take tim's note and yeah. left the bolero on um i think chris's outfit was so much better without this and the bolero mm-hmm. made it that much more worse and and dated and also the sleeves are are belled out there's some belt yeah. things going on um but yeah, I don't know. I, I I really I struggled with everyone's look, even Sweet Pea, um, which I think was the best mm-hmm. out of the three. But it just was so floppy and and felt like it was something that could that felt heavy as well, like not pleasant mm-hmm. to wear. But well, it's it's tough to get to baggy sweater, and also have a defined waist Mm -hmm. without having that sort of like um you know potato sack cinched look so so she is smart to kind of go um a bit more fitted up top and flare down below yeah yeah um but um I i don't know it does it does feel like um, I may, and again, maybe it's a color thing. Like I just like I see, like a camel knit, and I just want to go to sleep. I mean, you know, the longer I look at Sweepy's outfit, I'm thinking like, yeah, chic, 21st century Jedi. Like <laughs> because of that turtleneck, like it really is the most. It's even more. It's even more interesting. But yeah, no, I hate this color. I really do yeah. not like it at all. And how did Stephen get away with getting something shiny? I think that's well. I mean, let's just say that like Stephen's issue th- so far in this competition has been like being unable to get anything done in time. Hmm. So this is clearly a design that was like make leggings. <laughs> <laughs> you know, make something that you would wear to get a haircut in, yeah. <laughs> at yeah. the salon nope. and you're done. <laughs> like oh a gosh. narrow belt. Like if you can't get that finished in two days, I don't know what to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steven. Oh. You know, it right. is. Yeah. Steven's thing is so like, oh, oh. gross. 
Yeah. I have to use, I have to find another word besides gross, but yeah. Welcome to, welcome to Kung Fu Grill. (laughs) I'm your hostess. (laughs) (laughs) With my really, really cute, like, um, you know, pseudo, I don't know, wrap robe, you know, (laughs) I don't know. It's so unflattering. It's and also, talk about not a lot of people can wear that outfit. I mean, I definitely would wear sweet peas out of all the other ones. I would yes. not wear Chris's dress, could not do it. Just couldn't do it. Yeah. Also, Chris has this weird styling idea of like, let's emphasize the neckline. Like, we've got like this big tube, um, you know, uh, strap, and mm-hmm. then let's layer a bunch of necklaces in that space as well doesn't make any sense to no me. it anyway. doesn't so heavy team christian all right so next team christian zoot suit pleather mm-hmm. and fringe okay let's look for the pleather i don't see it i do i do <laughs> not see it even in jacks i mean i think that maybe there's maybe what's going on around the neck not neckline of jacks is some sort of ruched pleather you think uh possibly maybe is it shiny i thought it might have been shiny on the runway yeah that's the thing is that it looks kind of shiny to me so that's so that makes me think that it's um that that's some sort of pleather let me see if i can get like a a freeze frame here when they get down the runway yeah i was trying to do that here too i mean because it's it's sort of Okay, I will say that it's so normal looking. I, I've been very, very disappointed in what Jack's been making. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I want to say that, like, also Christians. Um, yeah. Okay, so. No, I can't even tell what that is up around the neckline there. But it's shiny, but it's though, really right? Weird. Is it flickering so, light? No, I no. I don't think it is actually. I think that there's like some sort of a brooch on it at one point on the on like the right hand on the models hmm. right. Yeah. That's a that's a weird styling choice. Also like this squared off neck is bizarre. I don't know why the sleeves are falling where they are. Okay. So I also so I I'm looking at this and it just reminded me of what Heidi wore in the last episode. Oh. Yeah. And it was, so for the runway, she had the same type of silhouette, you know, kind of like an A-line short dress with a very heavy neckline that wasn't squared out like that. Her had Hers had like a wide scoop and it was very pretty and it sparkled. So that's why I was getting confused. <laughs> so I was like, wasn't it shiny? And like, no. So Heidi's dress was shiny and, and I, I think like a red or a magenta. Um, and this was just yeah interesting. I- I would also say that the jacket construction on Christian's or the jacket like design on Christian's look is really weird to me. Yeah, it's a... like that sort of like falling off the shoulder, but super tight. Also the same. Isn't that of the jacket he made for the menswear challenge? <laughs> I, I feel like it is. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's the jacket he knows how to make. And and also like, again, what's happening with the neck of his model yeah like it like you look at kit and i and it feels to me like kit's outfit is kind of the outfit that christian wanted to make yeah Yeah. and and that basically will become that much more identified with his style and and like kit's model kind of looks like christian (laughs) 
like, <laughs> like. I also actually was thinking how the first two models I can't tell them apart, and the last model does look like Christian. <laughs> yeah, and um, and basically is. <laughs> Like, out of everything that walks on this day, I would say that, like, Kits is my favorite outfit from the whole thing. Yeah. It looked the most and, comfortable. I mean, at least the model seemed yeah. comfortable. Because Christian, you can't really see it on the cheat sheet unless you get in close a little bit. The The shirt underneath that jacket is gathered to an inch of its life in front. Mm-hmm. So there's all this weird volume that's kind of... Like, she just seems like she's unnecessarily warm in these clothes. Yeah. And it feels yeah. very, very heavy and just too much going around, going on around the neck. Everyone's just yeah. messing up the neck area. Whereas, whereas Kit has a pattern that actually works. Yeah. Like, that's, like, that's complicated and interesting looking. Kind of McQueenish. Hmm. Um, but, but also, um, uh, but also doesn't read like upholstery. No, it doesn't. Actually, I'm wondering, it's interesting because she's got the most different print. Yeah. Um, still incorporating those pinstripes, but that vest looks great or whatever. Yeah. Is, is, a, is it a corset or I don't know what, yeah, yeah. whatever it's, she It's did. beautifully fitted. Yeah. I guess maybe like the only fringe that I see is the fringe at the end of the scarf. Yeah. I don't like the there. scarf. That's the only part I don't really like. I wish she hadn't put that scarf on there. But she, but didn't her, but wasn't that her thing? Like she had to have fringe. Yes. Fringe. Yeah. Yep. So, so there you have it. Yeah. Yeah. But all even right. with that, it's not too much of a misstep. No, not at all. Even the styling, yeah. like they're, they're all wearing the cutest shoes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, on to. All right. On to Team Ricky. Yeah. Which was neon cutouts and then underwear as outerwear. What is happening? So we have Ricky whose outfit is. I mean. It's not fit well. It doesn't, no. it's not fit. It's not fitting the model. Um, and it's, it is doing this, that weird, like see-through thing up top that I really don't understand. I don't like. Um, well, that's his idea, right? That it's like, that the cutout, that that oh, on his, the, the cutout, cutout is going to be, um, as we hear in Drag Race all the time, a nude illusion. Oh. Um, which is, you know, which is a, term that you get for a lot of like showgirl mm-hmm. outfits where it looks like they're you know yeah you're seeing more skin than you're actually seeing okay i mean looking at this now like if that skirt was a bit looser and had pockets hmm. and and the waistband was more of like a a male boxer waistband so that would be a lot better. Huh? I actually was thinking of if everything was looser. So. Yes. Well, I think that that's, I think that's true. Yeah. Like, like it's, it, it is, um, it is fitted way too close. I, I would, I will say that the only 
the the thing that really bothers me the most is his bust. Um, it you know because so the the skirt is and part of the the bodice is this I guess purplish burgundy Mm -hmm. color and it's got navy blue on the sides as a color blocking but the gold bust sort of makes her look like a superhero Mm -hmm. it looks like a marvel comic character all of a sudden um also because it just sort of looks i mean the 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 bust line is so it looks like a roller coaster it's really Mm -hmm. strange um and it's it's a weird bustier yeah sort of thing and it's really surprising because, again, Ricky is a lingerie designer and fitted Victoria's to a T um, and yet did not do mine. Victoria's looks like an ice skating outfit. Oh, I was thinking um, ballerina. Like that skirt is a real ballerina skirt. To oh, me. yeah. I mean, look at that thing. What What is that? It just looks. Yeah, no, it's it's not. It's it's like not even pleated it's it's really it's gathered it's also very very gathered um it's it almost looks like it's been flipped outside inside out so we are like the, mm-hmm. the seam is exposed and again she kind of looks she looks like a ballerina if a ballerina were a superhero yeah um elisa's uh makes me wish that someone had steamed it before um, taking this picture of the model. Yeah. And it almost looks too short here on the model. Yeah. It looked really great on, I thought when it walked on the runway, it, it, the proportion felt okay. And I like I like that yellow strap on the left shoulder. Um, that's and And I like her, her neckline the most. I think it's really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so well done. And then the yeah. cutouts look like stained glass. It's so pretty. It's just the proportions are a little, a yeah. little off, and yeah, she needed to steam that thing. But I feel like it would have been it. It's so much better than than what I would have expected from someone who's never worked with this fabric before. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's well, it's a much simpler cut. It's not fitted at all. No, no, and perhaps, perhaps, this dress should have dictated the silhouettes of the other two. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, what do you think of their styling? <laughs> eh, barely there. Uh, I mean, I mean, Victoria's is clearly she. She is a bunhead. She's <laughs> she's like you know, it's all super ballerina. Yeah, very much. Ricky's model just looks kind of like pissed off. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. It's it's it it is it is not imaginatively styled, although I can't necessarily see Elisa really thinking about styling. She doesn't seem to me like a person who, um, you know, sort of has that in her vocabulary. Yeah, I agree. She's thinking more about the garment as an experience than thinking about, like, how do I style this to get it past the judges? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And, you know, as we've seen Ricky's leadership skills, it's not as if this would be something that he would have reined in at all or been able to communicate clearly. uh, Yeah, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. So they bring them all up onto the runway. And what happens? So designers, this has never happened before. 
For the first time ever, there was a clear winner. So we're just going to announce the winner now and like let them get off the runway. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nalen, who is a clear winner? Um, it is Team Totally Capable. Yeah. And we get delicious cutaways to Christian. <laughs> Who was just like, hmm? oh, no, what? They're, they yeah. won clear winner? Really? What does that mean? Oh, my God. Yeah. So, but, but never fear, Team Christian. You guys are also safe. And he seemed to be okay with that. Yes. Once yeah. it was clear that they were also safe. Hey, I have a question for you. Yes. Because um, uh, we, we didn't cover this when it happened. Uh-huh. Um, but, uh... But did they double up on the sort of confessional thing of Christian going like, well, I look over at so-and-so's, I look over at Team Murky's and it's just horrible, horrible, horrible. And I look over at Team Chris's and it's also horrible, horrible, horrible. But mm -hmm. you never know, like the judges, you know, you get on the runway and the judges could like die for it or they could die from it. And I, was like, and I was like, wait a minute, didn't he also say that last week? Like, didn't they have, like, a clip of him saying that? Like, no. I wrote okay, that down, so, too, and I totally missed, I missed that in my yeah. notes. No, he didn't. He didn't say that last week. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I, I, so I'm I'm just having a moment of oddness there. Um, so It's, it's like Christian yeah. deja vu. It's a new yes, yes. version. Um. Yeah, I I love that little quip because this this is sort of like where it starts. Yes. Like it's he's getting like snarkier and snarkier. Yes. Um. So so I think I think it's just assumed that Jillian won, not the whole team. So Jillian is the winner. The whole team is safe. Um, right. Is but they right? don't have. A, they don't. It's interesting because they don't have. They don't. They don't announce a specific winner because there's no immunity oh right. this week like they never they don't say and as the team leader jillian you're you have immunity next week oh oh my gosh i didn't notice that because it was just so weird i'm like there's there's something missing here okay that makes sense yeah. um okay all right i just you know I just wanted Jelena to get credit. So next we, so, so the bottom two teams are Team Ricky and Team Chris, and so they they they're the only two up there. And you know the very daunting mu music starts, and Chris is so nervous, and Ricky is like sweating through his see through hat. So they have the lowest scores. Um, they bring them. They bring out their models, and Team Chris goes first in terms of the like the judging firing fire squad but i don't know i don't know if because if, for this the the only thing that stood out was donna karen actually loves sweet peas dress mm -hmm. <laughs> and also donna karen keeps it real like <laughs> she just yes. was yeah, yeah, yeah. so blunt with them and um donna karen and michael kors goes these are three different outfits from three different shows on totally three different women like it just doesn't look as if anyone is from anywhere inside of your group um but at least you know of course i think 
yeah, I guess Sweet Pea's dress is not necessarily the most Donna Karen, but it's the most wearable. And that's what it's, is important. And then they, they have like kind of close ups of her outfit and it, it, it seems to be well made as well. So, um, and also modern as compared to, unfortunately, Chris and Stevens, which for Stevens, I think it was Donna Karen who was like, yeah, this is dance. I don't see the movement. Where's the movement in this? Mm-hmm. And um, and Michael Kors calls the camel, you know, beauty pageant in camel. Yes. Oh, this is, it was just like a rough. It was a yeah. rough. It was a rough uh, runway crit for them. Um, then we have Team Ricky, and it was kind of a battle again of the two leaders because the, essentially the no one likes it, and again, again, um, we have Nina who just hates the way it's constructed, and then we um, and then for I would say Elisa gets pretty okay scores. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then they look at Victoria and they're like, oh my gosh, Victoria, the fit on your thing is amazing. And Victoria actually gives Ricky credit. And she goes, well, you know what? Yes. Ricky like actually came over and did his magic with this. But it also kind of highlights just how bad Ricky's dress looks because they're like, you spend all this time on Victoria's outfit, but then you let yours suffer. And this is where we learn about a lot of stuff because he goes, well, you know, I, I was... I'm the leader and I feel like a part of being a leader is, you know, putting yourself last and putting all your team members first. And I went around and helped them. And Elisa thinks she's helping by saying, you know, I've never worked with Duchess Satin before ever. Mm -hmm. And Ricky was really instrumental in helping me fit this. And then Michael Kors jumps on this. It's like, who chose this fabric? Who did this? Right. (laughs) It's like, Oh, Oh, and then Ricky, Ricky is so interesting to me because he's immediately defensive about this choice because he's like, okay, I chose such a satin. Let's go there. I'm like, calm down, Ricky. It's all right. It's okay. (laughs) And it's like the whole thing. He, I think this was the first or second episode where he's like, if I'm going down, I'm going to go down hard. If I'm going down, I'm going to make a three piece suit. If I'm going down, I'm going to go above and beyond what I'm capable of doing. And I'm wondering if it's just so you can blame something other than yourself and your decisions <laughs> i don't right know. At, at least i had big dreams yeah yeah they just could like... take my big dreams and mm. my ambition um anyway so so there was also uh, this like back and forth of, uh, again with between victoria and ricky on the stage where victoria is like listen i expect a counterpoint or a counterbalance. Like I, if I don't like it, if I don't, if I see something, I will say it. I don't expect the other person to just roll over and, and not give me any, <laughs> any response yeah. to anything. Yeah. Which is hilarious <laughs> because it's like, well, everyone else in the world sort of operates on the, like, let's not have a disagreement <laughs> principle. Yeah. So it's like, so I expect you to not like what I'm doing and I expect you to let me know about it. Right. And if you don't, I'm disappointed in you. It's like, well, who else? Wait, you're not going to be confrontational? I'm confrontational, but it's also, but you're not confrontational. You're passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, that is frustrating when people who are, who have these dominant personalities and, um, 
they were, and it's almost like if Ricky had perhaps taken her mannequin and thrown it across the room or did something that was also kind of maybe like match her idea of a dom- of dominance, it would, it's one of those things where they go, well, now I respect you. Wow. You've shown me, you've shown me that you have something inside of you, Ricky. All right. Yeah, that, so now that I respect you. Have, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. So, uh. so then we get to, um, uh, we get to a total, well, well, we have some time with the, they send them off. Yeah. Then we get yeah. the judges sort of like debating things. Yeah. Amongst themselves. Um, you know, which is, which is kind of good. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we get the, and then they bring them back out. And, um, and we have Heidi. This is why we love Heidi. <laughs> Right. This is this is this is the clue magic <laughs> that is so 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 wonderful. Heidi like grills them all. Like yeah. who should go home? Yeah. If somebody if somebody's going home on your team, who should it be? Oh my god. I this part made my and I I've seen this I've seen these episodes before, but for some reason it instilled like new fear in me. Oh, yeah. And again, looking back to the episode with Sarah Jessica Parker, mm-hmm. where Heidi goes, sweet pea, who should go home? If you yes. if you if you are the losing team, who goes? And then Sarah Jessica Parker, I'm like, oh, my God, Heidi. Like, <laughs> yeah. where, it's just it got so chilly in here all of a sudden. What's happening? Yeah. You're just so yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Silence says Sarah Jessica Parker. I mean, because Sweet I mean, Pea... it, it is. It's so it's so good, though. She's so good at it. I know. And, her, and, and um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 um, it's delicious. Yeah. And but so also she starts off like, with Team Ricky. Yeah, she starts off with Team Ricky. <laughs> and it's so funny because I think I wrote down everything everyone said. OK, so mm-hmm. Victoria goes, <laughs> Ricky, Ricky should go home. Ricky. Mm-hmm. And she goes, Ricky. Well, Victoria should go home. If she said I should go home, you know, I she she right. should go home because she right. wasn't a team player. And then Elisa goes, Well, my philosophy is that in all situations I hold myself accountable. So therefore So you go home, Elisa? Heidi's yeah. like like, okay, yeah. Elisa, you are not. Yeah. You are not. And she goes, It is I. I am the one. I'm always going to take myself out. I'm always going to take myself out. Heidi was a little surprised by that. I I, I, I saw that she was a little thrown by Elisa yeah. saying herself. Yeah. <laughs> I, you yeah. Know, I just thought it was part uh, of the course. Yeah, your, your, your distaste for blood displeases me. That's <laughs> <laughs> basically the expression that crosses, that crosses Heidi's face. She's like, there's no honor in this process. All the honor is mine. Are you kidding me? What are you trying to do? Um, and then we get on to Team oh, Chris. Team Chris. And, oh, it's so um, painful. It's, yeah. it's, it's Steven first. Steven goes first. Yes. And um, Steven chooses Chris because... <laughs> I think he's like, well, I think you guys hated his the most. So yes. I think Chris should go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Based on the critiques, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And then Chris is like, I was the team leader. I should go. 
Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jab at Ricky. But, you know, there's a thing about this. Well, I'll say I'll say this like later on, but I want to I want to say something about Chris uh, yeah, through all of yeah. this. And um, then next is Sweet Pea, and Sweet Pea is like, oh, oh my god, what should I do? What should I? Do? <laughs> like, wait, wait, wait. Uh, so, ooh, is it? Can I do oh, mini? Can uh, I do oh, e- any oh. mini money mo? Can I do catch a tiger by its toe? Like, here, 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 like <laughs> yeah. and, the, and then we yeah. have Heidi, Sweet Pea. <laughs> Who will you kill? And it seems like, oh my god, sound. oh my god. <laughs> Who's losing their head, sweet pea? Look into my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so sweet pea, like, um, well, I think Steven, because his looks the most different. He's the he's the one that's bummed me out from the very beginning. It's so shiny. I'm so sorry, Steven. I'm so sorry. This is, this is awful. <laughs> this is awful. It's terrible. And Heidi is like, I am pleased. You have yeah. all yeah. kind of, you know, like you guys yeah. are all nervous and shaking in your boots. Exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, so they leave, and then, like, the judges, 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 whatever, and so, okay. So, do you want to say something about Chris now, or later? Because I'm going to ask you who who goes home. Okay, well, ask me who goes home. Well, they bring them back out. Yes, they we bring them back out. out. that, um, uh, so, so who's safe? Oh, right, so they pick them off. Um, I believe, like, sweet pea safe. Right. Steven safe. Yes. Um, Victoria's safe. And of well, course, Ali- I think we've brought Elisa. Oh, yeah. Elisa's safe. And then Victoria. Don, don, yeah. don. Yeah. And Elisa makes a face that's like, really? I am? Okay. Oh, I didn't catch that. Oh, yeah. Um, huh. And uh, and then we're down to we're down to um, Ricky and Chris. Dun, dun, dun. <sighs> so nailing. Who goes home? Well, Chris goes home. Yeah. Yeah. Chris goes Ricky, home. Yeah, Ricky is safe. Ricky's safe. Um, like Ricky lives to fight another day in the horrible land of Heidi Klum. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just, it's just like, oh, it was so like, like Chris has like this really adorable way of like standing when he's nervous well so this is what i want to say yeah like chris's affect and it, it's kind of throughout and i saw i saw it also when they were like kind of picking teams mm-hmm. and you know chris carries himself as a large person who i think has been made to suffer for being a large person for their entire life oh and they have that kind of there it I I really saw it in this, like in mm-hmm. his sort of resignation to to this elimination. It was kind of like, well, I expected the worst to happen and here it is happening. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not angry because I've spent years and years of like never being angry Mm -hmm. or like channeling my anger into something else. But here's the thing that I thought would happen. And here it is happening, Hmm. you know, and it's like, and, and there's something I, I felt it was so poignant in a way, his sort of resignation to this, Hmm. um, that, 
that it it just I related to it in a way. I feel like I have I I was raised in a certain way to never talk about like the good things that happen and always expect like things to go wrong and it to be you know yeah yeah um and I, and I just got that vibe from Chris yeah oh yeah I don't know there was just like I saw it as um you know yeah there was like there was this little boyishness in the way he was holding himself on yeah. the runway you know yeah. like like the leg was like kind of curled in like he had gotten yeah. in trouble yeah but like was exactly. like a four-year-old who was just like on oh, you know like i got caught or I, you know i'm yeah. here it comes like I'm, I'm gonna be sent in the corner or i'm gonna get grounded or something yeah yeah or it's like i know that this i i know that ricky's thing looked more busted than mine did but there he is. He's he's a little bit younger and he's mm-hmm. a little bit hotter and yeah. bit, you know, and these are the sorts of guys that I've seen get ahead over and over and over again. So yeah. here we go again. Oh, Chris. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Man. What a baby. What a what a sweet baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. This was but he goes home. Yeah, because I feel like it was a it was like it wasn't as sad of a goodbye as I remember. So um yeah, you know. So that's it. Like Chris is gone. Yeah. And um, you know, Ricky's still there. <laughs> Ricky's still there. Ricky is still there. Yeah, I don't know. With this, like this is a hard one. And I and I think with the teams, um, you know, I don't know, but yeah, I, I, man. Oh, Chris. So yeah, I don't know. Yes. He committed the sin of being costumey. I know. Sorry, Chris, even though so many other people have done that, you know, we yeah. had a whole slate of, of superhero lingerie ish yeah. looking ladies in ugly color block Duchess satin. <laughs> yeah. They're all bad. Um, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we reached the end of this episode. And so, um, I didn't really see any updates for next week, but there will be some drama Mm -hmm. um, and that we will, we will get into in an episode, episode five. Yeah. So it is, it is revving up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But before we go, Nalen, any last thoughts on this episode? Also, can you do you have anything to share with our listeners? And then can you re- remind everyone how they can find you? Um, well, you can find me on um, on Twitter, um, the horrible website as Nalen Blake. Um, you can follow me on Instagram, that subsidiary of Facebook, <laughs> as Nalen W. Blake. Um, uh, you can look at my rarely updated um, own website at nalenblake.net. Um, and actually, I do have something to um, recommend. Um 
uh, which is a video that someone sent to me that um, is, uh, I think, worth everybody's time. Um, it is the music video for um, Big Frida's song, Chasing Rainbows, featuring Kesha. Nice! And it's, it's so good. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, I'm going to give you the link to it here. Yay! Um, and it is, it is, um, super fun. Someone, someone said it reminded them of me because it's got, um, uh, it's got some gnomes in it (laughs) (laughs) as well as other stuff. But it has it has Big Frida, um, uh, you know, spreading spreading all of the joy that only Big Frida can. Oh and so, goodness. in these uh, in these dark times, um, always a ray of light. So Yay. that's uh, that's my that's my recommendation. I love that Big Frida. And it also Kesha. it also has some dancewear in it. So that's. <laughs> so that's oh, a good you, thing. You don't say in 2020. Yeah. What? So there you go. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, yeah, I guess also, hmm. Um, I don't have this queued up, but um, if you want to hear me talk about um, some other stuff, um, uh, right wing aesthetics and um and uh um arts organizations the other things the the other things that that motivate me um uh you can check out um a recent episode of the uh podcast um explain me yeah um and uh um uh I'm on there um, having a kind of uh, um, much more serious conversation than we have here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can go check that out. And I guess I'll I'll get you a link to that um, in the show notes. Thank you, And Ed, how can people find you? Yeah, and you can find me right now. The best way to do that is on my website. So it's Ernest Davis. H E R N E A S E D A V I S dot com. Um, because I posted a link to the Zoom talk I gave a couple of weeks ago there. And um, I've just realized that, I, <laughs> and this is no shade, Nalen, but I update my website all the time. <laughs> I, you know, it's, I have absolutely no excuse. No, it's totally fine. It's just some weird thing that I noticed because I was like, oh, I just, throw stuff up there but um and also you know if you want if you guys are interested in hearing me talk about <laughs> and rant and rave about empathy then you can go on to, mm-hmm. and look at this zoom talk but um i'm also on all of the social mediums you know i've been thinking very deeply about what that all means now but anyway so i'm on facebook instagram and uh and twitter at Ernez, h-e-r-n-e-a-s-e and I also want to, again, share Samelia Kolar's um, Squarespace um, sh- um, uh, shop for her for her um, online business textile shop. And I put the link in there. Um, I have a 
you know, shout out to my friend Sadie, <laughs> who might be listening to this. But um, but people who I know people who have been looking for masks, and um, it's kind of like a hit or miss. It's it's turning out. So I have tried and tr- it's Amelia's tried and true. I've got two of her masks. I love them very much. Um, <laughs> they're very noticeable because they're so beautiful, which is something that I don't like. As I don't like people just staring at me. But I think people are really into the mask that I'm wearing. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so those are available um and again like she has some new styles i just checked them um and when the, some of the styles that i've two of the styles that i bought are already sold out so you just have to jump on that and again like follow us on on the social mediums keep sending in your um your letters to us um also uh you you please it would, we, we would love to have you on on patreon and I also, again, would like to um, uh, call attention to Wellness Aids and also do- um, Loveland Foundation. So those links are still in the show notes as well. So, um, you know, if you guys are ab- able and capable of, of giving and donating in these times, then please look into that and do so. Um, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. This is so fun. Thanks so much, <laughs> This is so great. Always a pleasure, Ernest. <laughs> Yay. And then, um, listeners, um, so great to have you all, too. So um, thank you for following with us through this vintage uh, journey through season four. And until next time, we will both say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>